This is ESPN Radio. What is good with you on this Friday? Friday, thank God it's Friday morning. You got Amber Wilson and Freddie Coleman together on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80 and ESPNU and ESPN2 presented by Progressive Insurance. Miss Wilson, how you doing? Hello, Freddie. Good morning. Good morning. How's everything going with you, young lady? Uh, Everything is excellent. Far better for me than it is for Mikey C., which we learned about two minutes exactly before we went on air this morning when Mikey C. dropped a bomb on us. Yeah, we're going to talk about Dan Snyder finally being out, where that national nightmare that has been him owning an NFL team, that's no longer going to be part of our future. We're going to talk about that in a couple minutes. But the aforementioned Mikey C., one of our producers behind the scenes, we're minding our own business. Amber and I are talking about the show with Nuno, our producer, Steven, our other producer, and Mikey C. comes on in. Good morning, guys. How's everybody doing? By the way, last night, I was supposed to have a date with this girl, but she blew me off for swimming. <laughs> That's right. Mikey C., explain this lading latest dating adventure in this case misadventure I was involving re- you yeah i was really worried because i knew how to do morning show today i was like oh i've got this date planned i didn't know if i was gonna you know be hung over anything uh-huh but i got a text from her yesterday morning says, oh, the, hey i may dreaded be dreaded text huh you know, Ooh. i may be a little late if i go to the pool i'm like what do you mean the pool <laughs> what and she's like yeah i may step to the pool and i like are you training for the olympics what do you mean <laughs> She's like, yeah, no, I want to go to the pool. I was like, I thought we had a date planned. And she said, well, I may be a little late. I was like, I got to do morning show the next day. And Uh she said, well, uh, I'll let you know. And then I got nothing. Ghosted oh, no. So you got ghosted. the dear Mikey text and you got ghosted. Yep. Okay. There, there, I have some follow-up questions here, Mikey. See, that seem important. First of all, when was this date supposed to be in terms of time? Because you did have to get up at what? Like 2 a.m. this morning? Right. Yeah, was, I planned it for last night, 7 p.m. So okay. I had plenty of swimming time if you wanted to do some <laughs> swimming beforehand. I mean, does she work a job where she doesn't get off work until 5 and this is her only opportunity to exercise and this, that's what she's doing? This was the first day I really don't know exactly what she does so okay. i don't know what time she gets out but really this was yeah. a get to know you and then she decided not to get to know you. He, right? well here's here's what happened that's what happened okay from a woman's perspective yeah, yeah we she need wakes this. up yesterday morning she starts getting cold feet about the day that's she what starts i think. Overthinking oh, you it. think it was an excuse oh 100 we don't think we know 100 but she had somewhat of a conscious she wasn't going to just straight up ghost you out of nowhere and just leave you waiting for her at said date site so Mm -hmm. she texted you in the morning she comes up with an excuse and it wasn't a hard and fast excuse because she was still giving herself a little wiggle room where if she decided on the back end later in the day that she still wanted the date to happen she could say oh you know what I'm actually going to blow off swimming or I got out of swimming earlier than I expected so we can still do the date that's what happened from the woman's perspective although on the back end of the day she decided that she still didn't want to go on a date. Mikey, see, maybe it's me, but do you get the sense Amber's done this before? (laughs) She was really specific about point A, point B, point C, point D. I get the sense. Right, I know I went to college and it took me eight years to get out of Mansfield University in Pennsylvania, but I know when somebody's done something like that before, when they get that specific. That was scary. (laughs) You're right. Why couldn't she just say, hey, I may have to work late? It would have been done. She yeah. could have still played the same game without coming up with this. 
Well, because you don't know what she does. Maybe uh-huh. maybe whatever she does, it would be completely illogical for her to have well, to work late. And if, and if she said, hey, I'm working late, you're still going to hold out hope that That's maybe true. Yeah. That she will actually go on a date with you. This way, yeah. she just completely lets you know she really it ain't did. happening. Yeah. But maybe she's like a morning show host on ESPN Radio, and her saying that she has to work until 7 p.m. would sound ludicrous. So. Once again, Mikey, see specifics. Well, like I do Amber's done this before. So she has to go swimming. <laughs> I, I think I can't poke one hole in Amber's theory. No, though. you can't. You know why? Because, because she's done this before. Like that's true. But I did uh, creep on the girl's Facebook page uh, later smart. in, the, in the evening. And? And she did a check-in from the uh-huh. town pool. Okay, so she wasn't lying. Oh, no, she didn't even go to a friend's house. She went to no. the town pool. And no, 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 that's better. That's better because that, that means is. that she's more serious. I, mean, I would assume your town pool is a lap pool, right? So yeah. that feels like she's more serious about whatever this training regimen is for herself. Yeah. If she just went to hang out at her friend's pool, yeah. that's like I'm just having a daiquiri at my friend's pool True. instead of hanging out with that you. I that's way understood. worse. Yeah. Either way, Mikey, see, <laughs> just move on. Find somebody else. If, if, that, if that's how it is at the beginning... That's not portending good things for I mean. potential. Just, that's not a good first impression. No, oh, no. If she, yeah. And if she didn't reach back out on the back end, that's right. Yeah, exactly. At that point, let her swim her way and you swim your way as far as that goes. So Blowing off for swimming, though. That's I've never amazing. heard that. I've heard, like, I got a headache. My friend came into town. Mom and dad's got something. I got to help my mom and dad. The old swimming excuse, Amber, that's new. I've that never heard that. That is new. I would, I, I'm, I'm not single. If I was single, I would probably blow off a dude for the gym because the yeah. gym is really important to me. Sure. But if I really, really was interested in meeting somebody yeah. or hanging out with somebody, yeah. I ain't blowing them off for anything. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah, Except for, for maybe work. Yeah, And not for swimming. <laughs> Definitely not for swimming. Not for swimming. 100% uh, yeah. not for swimming. A daiquiri, yes. It's amazing swimming, excuse, though. No. Wow. Well, Mikey C., good luck with the next date that you potentially go on. Freddie Coleman, Amber Wilson together. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio. How serious about swimming can you be in Connecticut? You can only, you guys can only swim like three months out of the year. No, that shows how serious she is because <laughs> she knows her time span is not long. So she's got to get it in while she can between the months of June That's and true. September. Once September, <laughs> October hits, you would not think about swimming uh, in Connecticut. Uh, Mikey, did you check to see what time the town pool closed? So now you can be like, well, Ooh. like, it closed at 5, but, yeah. like, you blew me off. So, like, <laughs> did you do that? go that far? Well, I think when I noticed this this Facebook check-in, it was like about five o'clock, and she had checked yeah. in three hours ago from five. So that's two p.m. Man. Who oh is she? Is she, is she Katie Ledecky? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that I can understand if she's Katie wow. Ledecky. Also, that's amazing to blow somebody off and then simultaneously check in on your Facebook yeah. somewhere. Wow. And wow, that is. And also, we're still doing the check-in thing on Facebook. How old is this one woman? Yeah, 60s? Really, Amber? Yeah. We're getting savage like that at 6.06 in the it's morning? It's Facebook, man. Who uses it? First of all, I mean, I feel old even using Facebook. I have Facebook. So do I. But I don't think, the, like, the, you know, the young hip among us, Freddie, are probably, yeah. like, no, doing the check-in on they're, Facebook. They're, 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 I think they're, like, four apps down the line from e- Facebook. E- at least four, especially <laughs> in the dating scene. At least four. TikTok your way back to another girl. That's what I would say, Mike, you see, as far as that goes. Well, we got a whole TikTok situation involving no longer Washington Commanders and their owner, Daniel Snyder. He led a group that purchased the Washington franchise in 1999 for $800 million. 24 years later, Amber, he sells the team for $6.05 billion, 700% nearly a return on his investment, a new record for North American sports franchise. We can make numbers dance any way we want. Here's my favorite number, 
he is not going to be part of the NFL in 2023 and ever again when it comes to Dan Snyder. But now what with the commanders, now that he's no longer part of the NFL lexicon, not part of the NFL whole whole family, the fact that he's out, we can all rejoice about that because he's a terrible owner, has been a terrible owner, and at times what we heard, Amber, has been a worse human being owning the Washington, used to be Redskins, and now the commanders. Yeah, and he was fined by the NFL $60 million on his way out after an investigation corroborated some of the allegations of misconduct and financial improprieties there during his time as the owner of that team 60 million dollars when you make six billion Mm -hmm. billion dollars i would imagine not much not much like 60 million sounds like a lot to me mere pennies (laughs) exactly uh dropping a hat there but you're right what's important here is that it's over the dan snyder era there in washington is over and now josh harris has a lot of work to do because you're talking 24 four years of ill will you were talking decades and frankly you were talking an entire generation I heard Michael Wilbon talking about it Wilbon obviously lives there in that Washington DC area and he has a 16 year old son and I heard him talking on PTI about how his 16 year old son has never even been to a Washington commanders or previously Washington Redskins game and so because of that you have an entire generation that hasn't even become exposed to the team because why bother they lost a lot of those fans to the Baltimore Ravens who are close by in proximity and a lot of people just gave up on that franchise altogether how do you get those people back from a generational perspective Harris has his work cut out for him yeah well he knows that but he also understands this as the new commander's owner when it comes to Josh Harris it's all about making the right impact to make sure that things go up instead of down when it comes to Washington it comes down to um, initially obviously we're getting uh, to the uh, season on the eve of training camp I mean as you know uh, as uh, an owner of a franchise, uh, you know, a lot, a lot has been done in the offseason at this point. Uh, so we're going to have to engage with the coaching staff and understand what they're doing. Uh, much of what uh, is going to happen on the field has already been anointed. Uh, I think, uh, but for us uh, today, the priorities are, you know, how do we uh, imp- do quick hits and improve the fan experience, uh, egress, ingress, uh, signage, little things. Uh, obviously, when some uh, fan comes into your stadium, I look at it as they're coming into your house, uh, and you want it to be an amazing experience for them. And so that there's gonna be a lot of work there. Amber, you live in Miami, or you're a Miami fan. You live in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. You know all about this new ownership thing when it comes to going forward, based on what happened with the Florida Marlins becoming the Miami Marlins and kind of flipping things around to make the fan experience and the fan engagement a lot better for that franchise. Yeah, and more recently than that, when the Florida Marlins became the Miami Marlins, it was still under the same ownership group with Jeffrey Loria. But Jeffrey Loria was an owner that a lot of people blame for losing the fan base there in a market that should be a fan base that's ripe for baseball. And it hasn't been because of what he did with the fire sales after the World Series titles. And so there's a lot of ill will between Miami and the Marlins. And when you had a new ownership group come in in Bruce Sherman and Derek G, of course, that ownership group, when they came in, they thought, okay, what can we do? At that point, they weren't going to change the name of the franchise. It was the Miami Marlins. But what they did was they changed the uniforms, Freddie, and they changed all the trademarking. They changed the logo. They changed as much as they could. They even changed things inside that beautiful ballpark. They got rid of the home run sculpture that had become so known under the Jeffrey Loria reign. And so they did what they could, those little things. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know if we're going to see a name change. Obviously, Harris could change the name 
name of mm -hmm. the Washington Commanders, but I would imagine that he's going to take that same approach that that Derek Jeter ownership group took in Miami and that he's at least going to be changing the logos and the uniforms and trying to usher in a new era. Yeah. I will say, I'm not sure it worked that well in Miami. What's worked in Miami of late is now Marlins ballpark is packed because the Marlins are actually good. good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. that is what is really key here is if Josh Harris could end up putting good teams on yeah. the field, you'll probably win quite a bit of that fan base. Yeah, back. If, if you win, they will show out and come out, especially mm -hmm. in that market when they still have a great reverence, even though Daniel Snyder ruined that with the Washington team. But there's no reason to keep the commander's nickname. There, there are at least a trillion other nicknames out there that can be a lot better for your franchise going forward. If I paid $6.05 billion for a team and I hate the logo and I hate the name, for damn sure I'm changing that. If I'm now Josh Harris in charge of the Washington Commanders, that should not be the name going forward because nobody likes it and it does not resonate with a fan base that you're wanting to get back in the Washington, D.C. area. You can always weigh in anytime you want on Twitter. Amber's handle at Amber W Sports. My handle, the Coleman ESPN. Amber Wilson, Freddie, coming together on ESPN Radio this morning as well as the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80. And don't forget about us on ESPNU. So if they ever hold Woodstock again, how much do you think Aaron Rodgers will be the MC as the Jets quarterback? We'll get to that whole New York, California vibe that he's bringing forth next on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is ESPN Radio. Who knew that that kind of New York peyote that Aaron Rodgers is dealing with would have everybody feeling that sort of way about him and the Jets? By the way, are they a pretender or a contender? In the AFC, Amber Wilson, Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio this morning, as well as the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and ESPN. You, you can weigh in. Are the Jets contenders or pretenders in a loaded AFC? A triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. In 30 seconds, you can hear what Amber has to say about that. If the Jets are contenders or pretenders, here's a hint. She's a Miami Dolphins fan, so you probably know where she's going to lean with that. <laughs> but here's Aaron Rodgers talking about his growth as a player and a person being a new Jets quarterback. I feel like I've grown a lot over the years. Now, some of that is the well-documented plant medicine journeys that, I, that I've talked about, but uh, the other is perspective. As you get older, um, you see things a little bit clearer, I think. Hindsight is 2020. Try and rectify some of the uh, things that you did a certain way that you feel like you could have done better. Um, I think it's always important to have patience uh, in shorts and helmets, have patience the first few days of camp. Um, sometimes the patience can wear thin if it's some repeat mistakes, but um, we're just uh, just building this thing right now. We want to build it the right way. And yeah, I would say maybe earlier in my career, I was uh, 
a little more uh, easily angered, and I feel like I'm a little less triggered as I've gotten older. Every time I hear Aaron Rodgers mm -hmm. talk now, it's like listening to the audio of a self-help book, right? <laughs> I mean, this is where we've come with Aaron Rodgers and his career, where at some point Aaron Rodgers became, I'm so wise and I'm so deep <laughs> and I have all the insight on life. And like, I get it, Aaron. I'm around your age too, buddy. We've lived. We have learned. Like, come on. Why is everything some philosophical <laughs> dissertation that he has to give us? Like, you're going out there. You're playing some football like you've done, buddy, for the last 20 years. You're trying to win games, okay? We uh, all want to win games. The expectations are there. Yeah. One foot in front of the other. blah de blah Yaddy yaddy. You're in the one number one market now in the entire country. The scrutiny is going to be there no matter how many philosophical points you try to make and how much bigger than you make this than actually just going out there, practicing, showing up on game day, winning games, and oh, by the way, trying to make a Super Bowl because that is the goal here. And yeah. nothing short of that at this point is going to satisfy New York Jets fans. No doubt about that. And speaking as a J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets fan, I'm with you in terms of all this sounds great back in 1969 in Bethel Woods in New York when Crosby, Stills, and Nash and Jimi Hendrix were at Woodstock. All this <laughs> sounds great. All this, everything is orange and purple. The sky's a rainbow. Jets fans don't want to <laughs> hear it. The Jets have sold their soul as they rightfully should. If you're going to go and be a big fish in a loaded AFC, then you go after a guy and you land a guy like Aaron Rodgers to make sure you have more than a fighting chance. Because last year, this team was 7-2. and two with Zach Wilson and Mike White as their starting quarterbacks. And Rodgers throwing the ball backwards will be better than both of those guys throwing it forward. So that should be the case with the Jets. But are they a contender or pretender? But Amber, I'll say they're a contender in the AFC East. I still think they're the third best team in that division behind Miami and behind the Buffalo Bills. Right now, I'm not going to say that the Jets are that kind of contender that I would want them to be. In the AFC, where do you stand? I mean, it feels, I guess, a little bit unfair when we're talking about a New York Jets team that was a seven-win team last season, and we're going from seven wins to Super Bowl expectations. But that's the reality when you bring in a Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame quarterback like you did with Aaron Rodgers, who's only a season removed from those back-to-back -back MVPs. We make a big deal about him being 39 years old. It's right. not like we're years past Aaron Rodgers' prime, even if he is, of course, towards the back end of his career here. The reality is that team Team is loaded from top to bottom with talent. We already knew that defense had worked it out. We felt like the weakness here from an offensive perspective was namely the quarterback, and they have taken care of that. Mm -hmm. So the expectations go from seven wins immediately to essentially a Super Bowl, but also because you have a very short window with Aaron Rodgers, because even though I still think he's playing at a much higher clip than maybe we give a 39-year-old credit for, he's still 39 years old. Yeah, and how totally. much longer is he going to be there? You've got to capitalize on it in the next couple years years before he either decides to hang it up, which with Aaron Rodgers, that could happen at any moment. It could happen in the season. He could have some philosophical breakthrough. He could eat some <laughs> mushrooms, Freddie, and all of a sudden he decides to hang it up like six games into the season. You don't know if you're the Jets, so yeah. you have to be careful. You have to capitalize on it and do the winning while you can. But the reality is there are some weaknesses with this Jets team, one of them being the division that you just mentioned that they're playing in. They find themselves now in a loaded AFC East with a couple formidable opponents right there and not everybody can make the postseason but also I mean they can but it would be highly unlikely right but right. also 
that O-line has some problems. Still you are talking question. about, yep. right. I mean, Dwayne Brown is 37 years old. He's had his injury concerns. Is his body breaking down? Mackay Becton's a player who has never been healthy through his first few seasons here in the league. And he missed, he played just two games mm-hmm. last season, I believe for the Jets. So you're talking about an O-line that has a lot of injury concerns that is tasked with protecting a 39 year old quarterback, an excellent quarterback right. who can somewhat evade pressure because of course he's got that high football IQ and all that experience, but he's 39 years old, Freddie. And he was playing through the finger injury all last season. And even though it didn't cost him time on the field is that, a sign that we're going to start seeing some of these smaller tweaks and strains and concerns with Aaron Rodgers again 39 years old yeah by the way Aaron Rodgers believes the window is just opening for the Jets even though he's 39 years of age he's not just about being all in just for 2023 there's a great feel to this team of guys who are young and super talented on their first contract many of them Obviously, Q just got paid, but uh, when you have so many great players on, on rookie deals, it's pretty exciting knowing you can do something. You got a good window. Uh, you know, it's not just a one-year thing where you can be competitive, which is fun. So we both, you you think they're a contender or, or a pretender when it comes to AFC or the AFC East Amber? Where are you, where are you standing with the Jets? Right. I mean, I, I said yesterday I had them, we did top five pretenders for Rankum yesterday, and I had yeah. the Jets at five on my list. The only reason that I included the Jets, though, really is because of where the expectation is. Right. If we just had an ex, a reasonable expectation for the Jets, right, like they're competing in the conference, they have a very good season, they make a postseason, I probably wouldn't have them on the pretender list. It's just that everybody now is acting like the Jets suddenly go from a seven-win team to Super Bowl favorites because of the entrance of Aaron Rodgers and although I do think of course they're going to be much improved the bar has jumped so 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 high and it's not as if again Freddie there are no concerns on this New York team absolutely no doubt about that by the the schedules are concerned early on Bills Cowboys Patriots Chiefs Broncos Eagles Giants Chargers that's the first eight games for the New York Jets if the AFC being loaded doesn't keep them from being a contender that early part of the schedule may do the trick for the Jets. Billy Charlotte on Twitter says, Jets are contenders, but I would love to watch the fallout if it doesn't work out with Aaron Rodgers in New York. Let us know, are you rooting for or against Rodgers and the New York Jets? Has Aaron Rodgers made the New York Jets likable or unlikable? Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Are you rooting for greatness for the Jets and Aaron Rodgers? Or you want the whole thing to just go... Crash and burn, 888-729-3776. Hit up Freddie Cohen, Amber Wilson so you can be heard on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is ESPN Radio. So do you believe or do you not believe in the New York Jets being contenders, not just in the AFC East, but in the AFC? Amber Wilson, Freddie Coleman together this morning on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80, tune in and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Jason says, pretenders on Twitter at Coleman ESPN and Amber Wilson Sports saying the New York media will run Aaron Rodgers out of town. He should have gone to the Pittsburgh Steelers. It sounds like a Steelers fan chiming into the conversation. Uh, But he has a point about the New York media because Aaron Rodgers says a little earlier in my career, I was more easily triggered. Now at this point, I don't get angered so easily at this age. I mean, there's probably some truth to that. I feel like that's the progression of all of us in life, right, Freddie? However, that New York media they're still going to be angered yeah, and they're yeah. still going to be triggered. And he is in a very different market in New York than he used to be in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Okay. That media is no joke locally there. Okay. Well, Nuno's got something to say about this whole well, thing yes. as a Giants fan, by the way, well, full disclaimer. But here's the deal, right? Like <laughs> it's, I'm taking my fandom out of it, but I'm thinking as a producer, what do I want content wise? Okay. Do I want this to be glorious throughout the whole year? Mm-hmm. And our friends, you know, Freddie's a Jeff fan and, and my really good friend, Greeny, and the excitement in every week, you know, you don't know what you're going to get, and there's going to be a lot of excitement. Uh-huh. Or do I want this just to go sideways quickly? Because I don't want the up and down, like, one week you win. Right. You know, like, or do I want this to be a complete utter disaster from the jump, and then we get, you know, 17 weeks of pain for Jet fans? Like, just trying to figure out and what's best so, for content. So what, so what do you want? Be honest now. <sighs> I want it to go well because uh-huh. I think it'll be fun. Okay. And then just crash and burn in the playoffs. <laughs> content wise. Yes, content wise. Content wise, yes. you're right. Content wow. wise, it has to be one extreme or the other. It either has to be like it the wheels be in the middle. fall you're off right. yeah. and it's so terrible. And the whole season we get to make fun of Jets fans and right. talk about the end of Aaron Rodgers' career, right. like a Russell Wilson type of, you know, fall off the cliff in terms of performance. Or it has to go really, really well and hook us. But I do agree with Nuno. I think the really, really well and hook us. Right still from a content perspective, goes best if then they get to, you know, an AFC championship and then they, they lose, You guys right? are killing they, me, man. Like, if you actually win the Super Bowl from a content perspective, yeah. is that, if it just you goes all according to plan, me. I'm just talking like, content Amber, picture, here. Picture this, right? Here me. you go, Amber. And, yeah. uh, you know, you and I have our slight rivalries because, you know, you hate on my Knicks and, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm, forth, which is right. Mm-hmm. You have every right to do that. But AFC championship <laughs> game in MetLife. Oh. Pick six, Jalen Ramsey to the oh, house God. to win it. In really, Europe, Nuno? In Europe, Dolphin. I, I'm trying. Amber, listen, Amber scares me a little. Like, So I'm just trying to get in a good wow. places. And then it ends I've that I've known way. you longer. 
but do you so do you want me to come at this from a dolphin's perspective or objective perspective? I don't it think it matters now for my pain. Well, right. It doesn't. It doesn't for Freddie's pain. The reality is, from the dolphin's perspective, I of course want this New York Jets team to just not be just not be good the whole way through. Right. From a con from a content perspective, if I'm totally objective and uh -huh. I'm just an NFL fan, I do wonder, like from the regular NFL fan. Mm -hmm. Do you want? Would it be most interesting to watch Aaron Rodgers win a Super Bowl okay. in a New York Jets uniform? Because it certainly wouldn't be for me. Like I love the idea of some massive heartbreak letdown, particularly in a championship environment. But also, I don't know if I'm being totally objective there. <laughs> All right, no Christmas presents for Nuno and Amber this holiday season. Okay, <laughs> got glorious. it. Triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Let us know Jets contenders or you pretenders. Hit you with the pick six. Oh. <laughs> See, they're just driving me nuts right now. Jets pretenders or contenders, or what are you rooting for? For the Jets to fail or for the Jets to not crash and burn? Maurice in the great state of North Carolina, my friend, what you got? Good morning, guys. Good Long morning. time caller. Love you guys. Appreciate hey, you. Hey, Freddie and Amber. Um, I'm biggest Jets fan. I'm Jets fan. I'm a whole son's room is jet colors, jet flags, everything. Um, this is definitely going to be a season to remember on the positive side. Pretend, uh, they're not pretenders. They are definitely contenders. Um, I was in North Carolina, but I was raised in New York. Okay. I have taken myself to go to September 17th to see the Jets and the Cowboys. And I was taking a whole boatload just to go there. First <laughs> time ever just to travel to go see this team. When the when New York Jets do good, the whole NFL does good. So keep in mind that this situation is going to be a great season. 54 years from long the Jets won, New York Rangers the same thing. Mark Messier with the savior. All right. Aaron Rodgers will be the savior. Right. I guarantee you this will be a season to remember. Jets are definitely contenders. Maurice, I hope you're right. The AFC is loaded. I look at their first eight games, like I mentioned, but they do have the pieces Amber in place. If Brees Hall comes back healthy, if the offensive line questions can be answered, you got your quarterback, you got your receivers, you got a bunch of filthy McNasties on defense that can get after it. It should be that kind of situation to make me look like a fool by saying a pretender and make more recent North Carolina look smart by saying the Jets are contenders. I think that the most likely scenario here is that the New York Jets are very good, right? They don't want a Super Bowl, but they're very good. And that's the most likely scenario with this new quarterback at the helm because of the quarterback that we're talking about. And also because of the questions that you just said with the O-line and the division, the things that we talked about a little bit earlier in the show as well, where there are some concerns there. And so because of that, they end up very good, but they're not actually winning a championship. And again, from a content perspective and just a general NFL perspective, like I guess it's good if the New York Jets are good. You're talking about such a big team and such a big market. But from a content perspective, I actually feel like that's the worst case scenario. Like right. they go out there and they're just like, good. You know, they're very good. But then they don't actually, it doesn't actually amount to anything and no massive heartbreak either. It's just kind of, you know, reasonable, whatever place they lose there in the postseason. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, how do you feel about that as a Jets fan? I've got enough PTSD from the Jets doing this to me. Seriously. Right. I, for, for once, I want this to finish out. That they not just get to the playoffs and have a pick six by Jalen Ramsey <laughs> with your Dolphins. I want, if that team has that super, yeah, if that team so has that Super Bowl look, then you got to get to the AFC Championship game. You got to at least threaten the Super Bowl, not just get there and win a game or lose a game or get there and not win a game. As a Jets fan, that's what I want because of all the potential that is going to be there if things work out in their favor in a loaded AFC. Major Hicks in South Carolina, weighing my friend about the Jets in 2023. 
Man, it's Aaron Rodgers, man. Come on. Aaron Rodgers have won nothing but one one two ball, maybe. Okay, I'm sure of that. But he a regular season quarterback. Going to the Jets ain't gonna make no difference in this guy. It major, and I'm telling you, man. Major real man, quick, who is your football team if you don't mind me asking? Who's your football team? Well, I'm a Patriot Redskin fan. Well, they ain't Redskin no more. It's Commanders. Okay. But neither one of them doing anything right now. So <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know, don't get all hyped up about Aaron Rodgers, man, because he does the same thing every year. And we're getting sick and tired of him really in the public. I want y'all to know that. Well, you can be sick and tired of it, but that guy, to bring some memory to your memory before last season, was a back-to-back MVP and got his team to the championship game in the NFC, which – is a place that my Jets and your Washington team hasn't been in a long, long time. Yeah, but Major has a point. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is known for being disappointing in the postseason just in I'm regards of where the that. expectations yeah. should be for a dude who has won, like you said, multiple NFL MVPs throughout the course of his career, a Super Bowl MVP and one Super Bowl. We are talking about one of the very greatest quarterbacks of his generation. He'd be the greatest quarterback of his generation if Tom Brady hadn't also played in his generation, right? True. And True. Yet one Super Bowl. That's a lot still, of people do. And it was a decade ago. A lot of people still, do consider that yeah. disappointing for an Aaron Rodgers who was winning back-to-back MVPs a season ago, yeah. but hasn't won a Super Bowl in this decade. I get it. And I understand it. And all those facts are facts. But here's the deal. People don't realize this. It's hard to win in the NFL. And anybody that has a fan base, if you're a Jets fan, a Washington fan, a Cleveland fan, you take one in the last 50 years that he's gotten. So, yeah, we can put those expectations on him, and he's put them on himself. He's even said, I don't want to have the, have the rest of my career go without winning another Super Bowl. So he has those kind of expectations. When people say it's going to be the same old, same old, based on previous events, I don't buy that. It could be a completely different deal. When he finds that motivation, gets the Jets to the Super Bowl, then what are we going to say about Aaron Rodgers then? The conversation changes. The, the conversation, changes. of course, changes if he ends up making another Super Bowl and winning another Super Bowl. The conversation dramatically changes, but this AFC is stacked, and like you that, said, that's why I said, it's hard to win in the NFL. So chances are he's not going to get it done. I, I, I want to disagree with you, but I can't because I've seen what that AFC is going to potentially look like in the National Football League. And like I mentioned, the Jets' schedule, Bills, Cowboys, Patriots, Chiefs, Broncos, Eagles, Giants, Chargers, their first eight games – only two teams on that list didn't make the playoffs. The Patriots and the Broncos. And believe me, the Patriots defense is going to be really good, and the Broncos should be automatically better now that Sean Payton is their head coach. That is a rough gauntlet of an eight-game stretch to start the season for the New York Jets. Keep weighing in. Your calls are coming about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Are they contenders? Will they crash and burn? Keep hitting us up at triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. But if Amber does not think the Jets are a Super Bowl contender, who made her ESPN Radio Rankham Series top five Super Bowl contenders? We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. We'll get to that next on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. This is ESPN Radio. Who are the famous, famous five? That'll be the five teams that Amber Wilson believes are Super Bowl contenders. We always start not at number one, but with number five. Number five for me, I start in the NFC. Now, I really struggled with this, Freddie, because, mm-hmm. frankly, I didn't want to put anybody from the NFC in my top <laughs> five contenders list. Hater. <laughs> but they're telling me that somebody from the NFC has to actually make a Super Bowl. So there you go. <laughs> Apparently, that's how the system works. Right. So if somebody from the NFC has to make a Super Bowl, I suppose then there's some contenders in the NFC. And I'll start with the San Francisco 49ers. Now, I think that this is an excellent, excellent team, more notably I think that this is an excellent, excellent coaching staff. I do believe, even though I have no idea what that quarterback position is going to look like at the start of the season, I don't know how healthy Brock Purdy is going to be or how good, frankly, he's going to be. I don't know what Sam Darnold's going to look like in a Shanahan system. What I do know is that it feels like Shanahan can figure it out with anybody at that quarterback position. And Because of that, I believe that he'll find a way to figure this out with the team that is loaded around that quarterback position. Also upgraded in terms of the defense. They went ahead and got a lot deeper in the draft at linebacker and cornerback. They hit on that Javon Hargrave signing, bringing him in in free agency. They've upgraded there, frankly, on both sides of the ball to some extent. Again, lots of questions at quarterback. I get it. But I believe that that coach will somehow, somehow figure it out. So I think that there's still a viable contender. Number four. My number four stays in the NFC. Shocking, I Uh know. But again, Uh somebody has to make it. And so I guess my money would be on the team that made it last season, right? In the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles, the problem for me, and the reason that I only have them at number four, even though obviously a team that ran through that NFC last season and is led by a quarterback who just got paid, who everybody has bought in on, and I have always been a big Jalen Hurts fan stemming back to the adversity that he faced in college. The problem is the Philadelphia Eagles had a cupcake schedule in terms of NFL win percentage last season. That's just the facts. When you look back on it and you pull the numbers with win percentage, they had the easiest schedule in the entire NFL. The schedule's not nearly as easy this season, at least presumably so. So I don't know if Magic's going to strike twice. It's why I'm only going to put them at number four here. But in terms of them getting weaker this offseason compared to what I saw them do last season, I have no reason to believe that this Eagles team is going to be worse overall. I'm just concerned about that schedule being harder overall, so them being more beat up by the time they get to a postseason. Number three. My number three is the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals, yes. <laughs> I mean, it, what do I need to say about this Bengals team, right? I, this Bengals team, certainly, we've believed in now the last couple of years. Joe Burrow, easily to me, the second best quarterback in the entire National Football League. They lost a couple starting safeties, but they were able to go ahead and address that problem in the draft. This Cincinnati Bengals team is still a team. It's been improving every year. They made a Super Bowl way ahead of schedule for the Cincinnati Bengals team. It has improved. It has improved again. They are absolutely a contender. Number two. 
the Buffalo Bills. I mean, Ooh, we're out. Okay. Well, we're out on the Bills because why? Because right. they underperformed in a postseason and because they end up having to deal, by the way, with that Bengals team. However, yeah. you're talking about Josh Allen, who still ranks to me as one of the very top three quarterbacks in the league, one of the very best quarterbacks in the league. Uh-huh. You are talking about a Bills team that has invested around that quarterback. They drafted a big tight end in Dalton Kincaid I in this draft pick. in the first round. That gives him a very big target in the middle of the field, Freddie. I think that helps Allen. It's going to help that lack of consistency that we saw at the Bills offensively towards the end of the season and in the postseason. I do think that Buffalo, even though I think some people are punting them on them too early just because of the struggles that we've seen from them in the postseason, they are still an excellent, excellent team. They should be at the top of the AFC, if not for number one. That's the Kansas City Chiefs. Who are they? Who doesn't have the Kansas City Chiefs as their number one Super Bowl (laughs) contender? And they're trying to win back-to-back. We heard Patrick Mahomes say he wants to win back-to-back Super Bowls. I'm not sure why that's news. I think I could have told you that without him actually saying it. Nobody's done it, though, since 2003-2004 when the Patriots last did it. It has been a long time. It is very hard to win Super Bowls, like you said, when we were talking about the New York Jets. It's not going to be easy for Patrick Mahomes to get it done yet again. However, I have counted them out before. I thought this Chiefs team was going to miss Tyreek Hill. They proved to me that if you have Patrick Mahomes at the helm, you don't actually miss anybody. Mm -hmm. Of course, they have to remain at the top of my contenders list. Yeah, because I don't have a problem with your list. 49ers, number five, Eagles, number four. Bills, Bengals number three, Bills number two, Chiefs number one, because your list is supposed to be your list, but I'll trampoline off what you said about the Kansas City Chiefs. When you got a guy that's always motivated, now even more motivated to add more to his potential NFL legacy as it's going on, that's going to be a very, very hard team to take down, especially when he proved to everybody it wasn't just about one guy. It's about me making sure everybody else is going to be better. But you know it's on her list. Go ahead. The AFC is loaded, absolutely absolutely stacked. But I feel like it's actually easier to pick, you know, your top three teams out of the AFC than it is with the NFC where I'm struggling to find contenders. I mean, putting the 49ers on this list is a risk because, of course, those massive questions at the quarterback position. Outside of the Eagles, it ain't easy. It's slim pickings over there in the NFC. So even though the AFC is more stacked, it's interesting. It's harder to find the contenders in the NFC. I just trust that Kyle Shanahan will figure it out because he's done it before and he'll do it again no matter what kind of quarterback question that's why they're he has. on my list that's yep. why he, but that's why the 49ers made her list but the Jets did not make her list triple eight say ESPN 888-729-3776 a certain guy to Aaron Rodgers is now with the New York Jets so what could that look like in 2023 contender pretender crash and burn success what say you Arnell in Harlem Harlem USA Arnell what you got to say my friend good morning good morning good morning thank you for me this morning i got two things i want to say i want to say something about the when, when you talk about the jets you got to put them in the same category as the mets and the nets yep and all they do is what they do and that is lose <laughs> that's all i can say i mean it's just facts i've been i'm a new yorker born and raised i am a cowboy fan though so am i that's all they do. The Jets, the Mets, and the Nets, they just lose. And like you said earlier, they sold their soul. And anytime you sell your soul, there ain't nothing good coming from it. <laughs> the right Reverend Arnell in Harlem. 
he 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 gave us the building fund there, Amber. Yeah, if you're gonna I mean, sell your soul to the devil, we can't have some money for the building fund. <laughs> if you're outside of New York, you may not realize that those fan bases, you know, like if you're if you're oh, rooting yeah. for the Mets, you're probably rooting for the Jets, right? Like that's all Absolutely. linked together. No doubt. And it's been a tough run. Yeah, for those fans. and the run's run. not going to stop because we have that kind of PTSD as a Mets and Jets fan, like I have. You expect the worst, but you hope for the best. And I wonder how many people down in Ole Miss are saying the same thing about their head coach, Lane Kiffing, expecting the worst and hoping for the best, especially after what he said yesterday at SEC Media Days. That's next on ESPN Radio. This is ESPN Radio. More next.